Welcome to the Voice of Doctor Yan, and I'm your host, Doctor Limeng Yan. In this episode, I will bring an update on the CCP's overseas police stations with you, and also I will bring more details, like for example, how these police stations work in the United States and how they、uh, establish their、uh, network in the American societies, and also、uh, some related issues. Because recently, I was frequently asked by American friends on these kind of.、Uh, Police stations or service stations, and also the、uh, CCP's activities in U.S. First, let's see. There is one exclusive report from the Daily Mail in the U.K.、Uh, it was published on twenty third April, and it says that the three other.、Uh, Recently founded so-called service stations in the United States are、uh, believed to be the similar stations as the one recently、uh, closed in the、uh, New York City, the、uh, well-known New York CCP's overseas police station.、Uh, remember, in the last episode, we have mentioned that when the FBI shut down the New York, uh, police station in Flushing, Chinatown. Actually, another at least six similar stations, including four of them, uh, named as uh service stations, are、uh, founded in different locations in the United States. So this report focuses on three of them. All of them. Didn't have the name as police station, not like uh shown in that New York station uh not like there uh not not exactly like what happened to New York police station because these are、uh, belong to uh different groups of CCP's United Front Work Department in U.S. and also uh because. It's up to the functions and the purpose, as I told you, the goals. So before these kind of stations, centers receive their uh introduction、uh, instructions from like New York uh embassy, uh China embassy, not only New York China embassies, and also uh, uh consulate general, and also like Ministry of Public Security, as I told you, like. Uh, basically, you can consider it as Americans FBI, but in China, it's combined FBI's function and the、uh, police function. So, until they receive this kind of instructions, uh, they don't need to conduct this kind of uh missions every day, because if you don't have a target, you don't have this kind of dissident refusee or. Other people, CCP one, uh, silence. Then you can just maintain the daily functions, like uh, so-called helping the Chinese community. But actually, is to maintain this channel between this local community with the China embassy and the consulate of uh consulate general. Uh, in this report. They named the three uh such 
uh, centers. One is in Omaha, Nebraska. It's called Nebraska Chinese Center. It is a kind of uh, this uh, service center. They claim like they have a different kind of service to convenient uh, Chinese people. Like for example, the passport renewal service. So you don't need to go to the consulate general in other cities. You can basically uh, just do it in front of your uh, community. And the second one they mentioned is based in San Francisco, Chinatown. It's called Chinese American Association. It sounds like the NGO and it just will uh, claim that they want to promote the culture and education and to uh, make China and the U.S. have better uh, connections. And the last one mentioned in this article is the one in Houston. It is called Chinese Civil Center. And this one uh, looks more like the uh, place with a function room library for these uh, activities, for uh, conference, for communications. Uh, so all of these won't give you the feeling that this is an overseas police station at all. And actually, even you try to search their official website, and if they have this kind of, of official websites, also mainly you will see that these uh, these uh, centers are established for the uh, promoting Chinese culture and also the education and to make Chinese community and uh, Americans who have interest in Chinese culture have the better service and help. And also these kind of centers, they can be located like the New York police station, the one shut down in Russia. Uh, as I told you, it was above a noodle restaurant in the same building in Russian Chinatown. And these centers also, as there can be uh, in the building with some other Chinese restaurants, or it can be an individual uh, building, looks like the other uh, uh, community centers around you. And also it could be uh, some office with a brand outside, make you feel that it's a non-profitable organization uh, or a charitable organizations. Anyway, the, the forms is various, as I told you. Uh, Remember last week I said Confuse Institute can even rebrand their parental departments in China just to escape the sanctions in the United States and maintain these kind of groups. So here we see it's very difficult for you to recognize these centers and also connected it with the police stations overseas. However, one character is there in common that these centers all have very strong connections with CCP's United Front, Front Work Department. So that means they won't just uh, directly connect to CCP's uh, public security and they won't connect to any 
police law enforcement department in China too. They will just show you that looks like some very friendly organizations, but this UFWD, United Front Work Department connection has already reveals the nature of these centers. Remember, I have explained in the last episode and also uh, previous episodes that United Front means to use different way uh, gather the individuals and groups to let them serve for CCP's interest in either political or religious or other field. So this kind of uh, network is everywhere and also it has uh, got the um, fundings from CCP uh, very frequently, like for example, annually. And uh, they will have enough money to support their activities everywhere because this is a network with a leninist organization uh, character, and this is to use to uh, control the Chinese overseas, control their thoughts, control the ideology, and finally restrict the freedom. So this kind of uh, activities, they will do whatever according to uh, consistent with CCP's goes and also now it means you have to do this anything consistent with Xi Jinping's thoughts and how could they get instructions it will come uh, through different ways like uh, you know this kind of uh, centers they will have very frequent communications with uh, either the consulate general or China embassy all they will organize a lot of activities. And in this kind of activities, those CCP's officials will visit and in the speech they give you, for example, uh, like that Fu Jianchang, uh, the American Chang'e Association, which we uh, mentioned that uh, it is an organization in charge of New York uh, overseas police station in Flushing, that association will very frequently organize activities to uh, invite the officials and even the uh, council general from New York City to their uh, conference uh, occasion. And these kind of officials will give the speech. Basically, those United Fronted leaders will understand the uh, direction and also the purpose and understand what they should do for CCP because they were already trained to understand this kind of implications from CCP's uh, words and also speeches. Also, they have their own network back to China. This will help them to get even more direct instructions from the related officials in China, very high-ranking officials or like um, 
uh, directly from certain department. For example, when uh, the New York Overseas Police Station helped the uh, Fujian Province Police to uh, locate one dissident last year. So that means they will directly get this kind of uh, instruction from that uh, police station in China. And also from China side, when when this kind of overseas police station received the task, China will send uh, staffs and uh, related people to U.S. to work together with this community centers or police stations to complete the mission. And in this article, it has uh, checked the, the leaders of these three uh, organizations in Nebraska, in San Francisco, and in Houston. Also, just from the uh, personal introduction or the um, news related to these leaders, it seems no direct uh, evidence to show these people are working for CCP to persecute Chinese. But if you understand Chinese culture, especially CCP's culture, you should know that these kind of positions means a lot for people who uh, are eager to work with CCP, to help CCP. Why? Because CCP is a uh, tyrannist uh, regime. So that means the higher position you have, the uh, larger influence you have, the better position you have, and uh, the more money you have, the more... Uh, welfare and also privilege you will enjoy from all the CCP uh, related areas. This kind of leader in local in uh, United States is up to the uh, skill of this area and also up to how many members you can have. So, uh, especially how many members in your association, in your organization could provide more uh, useful information or provide more help for CCP's purpose. That will show your importance in this whole organization and also how much dirty work you can do for CCP. Like the person who get the people who get arrested uh, last week by uh, announced by DOJ uh, the Chinese overseas police station leader in New York City those two people you see they based in New York right that is uh, the top metropolitan uh, place in the United States and also these two people they control the majority of Chinese immigrant from Fujian province, as I explained, basically that can uh, almost influence um, 15 to 20% of Chinese immigrants in the United States. And also they are the people who have worked in this field for many years. They extend their uh, business to help CCP to uh, send their tentacle to 
different areas. Uh, I will take the example later on to help you understand better. Anyway, that makes these two people much more important than the like the leader in the Nebraska Chinese Center. And San Francisco and Houston are also two uh, large, very large cities in the United States with a lot of Chinese immigrants. So these two places are also very important, but that also makes them the competitors with, uh, uh, with uh, New York City uh, United Front organizations. And uh, before they get this kind of instructions, what else they will do? That is not described in this uh, article, but I just want to give you more uh, example to understand this kind of uh, how these uh, local community centers or NGOs to uh, influence Chinese. For example, when, when we don't talk about this kind of uh, police, Chinese police involved activities, when these uh, organizations didn't receive such instruction, they, the main thing they will do is to collect local Chinese communities, uh, people's uh, privacy. Because when Chinese people were in China, it is the government's job to surveillance everyone, to monitor everyone's thoughts, to understand whether this person would cause anything unstable for CCP's control. And also they can understand uh, your all the privacy uh, based on big data and also other information you register the moment since you were born like how many people in your family and uh, where are they, where do they work and uh, uh, also where are you uh, working and how your connections with your uh, co-workers, with your uh, teachers, students, friends, whatever. They can control everything. China has already established a very advanced digital control system plus the manual control system. And in U.S., clearly, it's not that easy for CCP to get access to such big data, uh, especially not so quickly. I mean, they have infiltrated to Google, infiltrated to um, social media, to to Facebook, to, to so many companies to collect your private data. But it's still not as efficient as they can do in China. Then how could CCP control people's thoughts and ideology? They need this kind of centers. They will provide financial support to these centers. So these centers can organize a lot of activities. These activities will attract Chinese people to join them. Uh, if you are, for example, if you are the housewife, and you take care of kids at home, then as an immigrant, you is uh you most probably need the information like where can I get the uh uh information to uh educate my kids better, right? Like the sports class, music class, uh 
And also, uh, where can I buy something with better discounts? Or uh, I, uh, as a housewife, uh, maybe it's uh, difficult for her to uh, get along well with American neighbors due to the culture and language difference. So she can find more friends from China uh, in this kind of associations. And also, if you are a professional person, you may need to communicate with uh, uh, people in the same field. For example, uh, you have, you uh, like me, I'm the virologist. So if I work here, if I become the uh, in the uh, university, I want to get better collaboration with others. I want to get knowledge exchange, and also uh, I want to get more opportunities opportunities to develop, then they will provide you the uh, biological uh, technology associations and you can join them, you can have the more opportunity to talk with people who are more senior than you in this field, right? And also, if you are some person, you, you just work hard and you want to enjoy your life and you miss the food in China, you miss the Chinese food. There are so many types of spicy, sour, sweet, different type of Chinese food. And what will you do? There will be some uh, uh, association or the groups to focus on the people who want uh, have this kind of Chinese food and also enjoy it with others. Because usually if you go to the restaurant alone, it's not convenient for you, especially in the Chinese restaurant. You can't order too much, you can't finish too much, and you it's not a cost-effective way. But if you can go with a lot of Chinese people who and this is organized by such organizations, they will provide you the special discounts because they, they will contact the restaurant to get better offers and then you will enjoy it. Also, if you are a student, you are a teenager, you may need to get scholarship to uh, our own awards honors to apply the university to make your CV look better. Then different organizations will provide different kind of awards or scholarship or whatever. Uh, this is very good. I mean, sounds very good for the students, right? They can make their uh, internship better. They can have the exchange visiting uh, experience, even go back to China. They can get scholarship award uh, to apply the better universities. All like this. So you see, what you need to do before you join these kind of groups or organizations, you just need to pay a very small amount of annual membership fee, which is, for example, in the Nebraska, uh, Nebraska Chinese Center in Omaha, you just need to pay $100 per year. Plus, you need to fill a form. And uh, the thing is, this form is so important because they will ask a lot of private information. Like, for example, in the Nebraska uh, Chinese Center, they will ask you uh, your own background, your professional background, your 
phone number, address, and how many people you have, have in the family, how many kids, how old are they, and do you have family member back to China? Who are they? All together. See? Very little bit of um, money and a phone. It will provide you a lot of convenience in the life through the center. However, CCP has already managed to collect all your information through these very simple actions. Chinese Communist Party can spend quite a lot of money, even billions of money, uh, billions of dollars every year in the United States for this kind of uh, United Front work uh, network. So they will pay the money to bring you the uh, convenience, but your private, uh, your privacy actually more important for them. So for CCP, this is a very good deal. And immediately when the organizations collected your information, it will be sent to the embassy. And also the embassy will share it with CCP government, of course. And if, for example, unfortunately, one of your family member is the target for CCP. Then you will get the big chance to be uh, found by CCP through this kind of organizations. They will uh, even try to uh, convince you to help them. As we talked about before, remember in the fox hunting operation conducted by uh, CCP with their law enforcement team, intelligence team to hunt the dissident or refugees from US and other countries, usually they will bring one family member to persuade you come back to China. Actually, that is a very thinly veiled threat to you, right? So this is a way to help CCP complete their tasks when it's necessary. So compared to the political purpose, even billions of dollars is not a big deal for CCP. To maintain the dictatorship is always a priority and to control the ideology, to reduce this kind of anti-CCP factors and all we call the unstable factors in China society is the priority for CCP and the Xi Jinping. So in this article, let's go back to it. It also mentioned in Canada, in Montreal, uh, they have found at least two search PlayStation and they also conduct those harassment, surveillance and uh, locating, uh, threats, uh, this kind of functions. So they are, uh, working on the investigation. And we also know based on the Safeguard uh, Defenders report published at the end of last year, it says already over three countries, there are over 100 uh, of CCP's uh, search stations. That means, as we said, these are already, uh, uh, these are the stations already get identified with certain active cases uh, happening. Uh, between China and these centers. For example, in uh, Spain, uh, Madrid, the, the capital, in 2021, a person who uh, is 
alleged by CCP to uh, create the environmental pollution in China was dragged into one of the station. And also one of these guys, family member was already waiting there with uh, mini, uh, staffs from the Ministry of P uh, Public Security in China. They asked, I mean, persuaded, you know, persuaded this guy to call the uh, CCP government in China. And then after the phone call, this poor guy was persuaded to return to China. So once this guy came back to China, of course, he will get persecuted. And for the overseas police station, this case is completed successful. They will get more award. The leader will get even promotion in CCP's organization. And also they will get more benefits from China, like they will they can do more business with Chinese Communist Party and they can get uh, more privilege back to China, all like this. This kind of station definitely has formed the flagrant violation of every nation's sovereignty. What can we do? That is also the question for the Congress of the United States. Let's just have a short rest. We will go back and talk about how the recently, uh, how the Congress recently sent the letter to FBI on the overseas PlayStation. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true: airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. 
AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to the voice of Dr. Yin. And in the last section, we have briefly talked about the three uh, additional CCP's overseas police stations, or we can call it as community centers in the other three cities in the United States, uh, except for New York City. And also, I have briefly introduced uh, how this kind of uh, organizations work with CCP to conduct the uh, tasks on hunting uh, dissidents or harassment or whatever, and when it's necessary. So as we know that not only the public, the Congress also has noticed uh, this serious issue since the report published by safeguard defenders at the end of last year. So on 26 April, one letter was sent by the Congress, the Select Committee on the CCP to FBI and DOG. It is to ask for more information on the CCP's overseas police stations in the United States. And according to this letter, the committee has already sent a similar letter to FBI uh, at the end of February and request for the information by 30th March. And then they won't hold a classified briefing with FBI. However, they didn't get the proper uh, response from FBI. So because uh, DOJ announced a more case on the um, overseas police stations last week, then the Congress won't get uh, the good res- uh, good response from FBI by the t- uh, by 10 May. And also they won uh, hold the classified uh, briefing by 31st May. And that will be beneficial for the future policies in the United States. So let's see what they mentioned, what exactly information they requested from FBI in this letter. So this five, uh, there are five questions they gave FBI. And I just read it uh, as they described in the letter. The first one is, what is FBI's strategy and policy for investigating and combating transnational repression? The second is, what guidance has been issued to FBI field offices about investigating transnational repression? The third is, what investigations did the FBI conduct on People's Republic of China in CCP China, police stations in the United States before Safeguard Defenders released its report in September 2022. 
The fourth one is how has the FBI collaborated with the other federal departments and agencies on investigating and combating secret PlayStation in the United States? They want the uh, documents related and also the information relating to, to this matter uh, to be provided to the committee. And the last is play state when the FBI opened cases involving CCP's transnational uh, repression, including for individuals charged this month by the United States Attorney's Office for the Eastern uh, District of New York. Uh, that means the case we mentioned last week, two people arrested, get bailed now, and uh, one New York uh, overseas police station was shut down in inflation. So uh, at the end of the letter, the House Selected Committee on the uh, said, uh, this Committee on the Strategic Competition between the United States and the Chinese Communist Party has broad authority to investigate and uh, submit policy uh, recommendations on the status of the CCP's economic, uh, technological, and uh, security progress and its competition with the U.S. under the uh, HRES 11. So I think this is a very good progress because I do believe FBI has done a lot of investigations on the related cases. If not, they can't just already uh, establish the case and also arrested two leaders from New York uh, City. However, whether FBI have noticed this issue before they get aware of that uh, after the report released, I don't know. And also, whether FBI understand uh, that CCP could use other names rather than police stations to manage this kind of centers as we just talked in the last section. I also don't know. And uh, as the Congress has pointed, they won't know that whether FBI already be aware of this uh, issue and also have done uh, enough or uh, uh, suffic uh, sufficient uh, investigation and preparation for uh, ending this kind of illegal actions in U.S. We don't know, and of course, the Congress should know that because we have to have the better, uh, better policies in the United States to restrict to end this kind of uh, very. Uh, ridiculous and uh, uh, very aggressive activities uh, from CCP. And because it is not only focused on the Chinese immigrants, it also related to the national security and uh, every American's uh, future safety. As I said that, CCP can always change the names, rebrand, reorganize these kind of groups. And if you don't understand the meaning behind it, you don't understand the structure, the nature, and also the function, the goals uh, behind these kind of centers, CCP always can evolve. Like, like how the COVID-19 virus get variants, right? And it will every time increase the difficulties for 
FBI, for DOJ, and for other law enforcement team to uh, prevent it. And also, as we talked that this is not only the pound-to-pound uh, action, like there is one police station and it has the title as a police station, then you just go there to close it. Uh, you thought you can solve all the problem. No, it's not so easy. As we said, the Chang'e, uh, American Chang'e Association, which the two uh, leaders were arrested uh who uh who run the uh New York uh, overseas police stations last week? There are another over one million people, around one million people, in the similar uh association from the same province, right? So, will there be more uh people come out to uh continue the same job of course there will be because over 1 million people you have enough population right so how to finally uh totally suppress this kind of uh violation of the, uh, this kind of activities this uh to to uh prevent the violation of americans uh, sovereignty you have to know from the root cause to end it, right? Then that's why Congress committee uh, on the CCP want to know what uh, FBI has already done and what they need to improve. And also the better policy uh, based on the fully understanding of this kind of organizations under, based on the understanding of CCP's United Front uh, Network, based on the understanding of uh, CCP's uh, ideology, Xi Jinping's thoughts, can help you get the better policies to avoid the escape, right? And uh, so here, I think... Uh, because I'm always asked by Americans. So I think it's also uh, uh, what I want to address will be something uh, my audience, American audience, uh, uh, interested to listen to, because I will uh, show you some example based on how this uh, Chang'e, American Chang'e Association work in New York in the uh, past decades to let you further understand how this kind of uh, groups, associations infiltrate American society and also uh, create fear to Chinese community. I have prepared several examples. So let's say the first one, when the first New York overseas police station was opened by uh, Chang'e Association in uh, February 2022, the announcement didn't describe uh, how they uh, help the CCP's public security to persecute dissidents. They just said that they confirmed from now on they are going to provide some free consultation service and other service for the um, American uh, Chinese from that province. So that including the, something very important and also usually it's difficult for you to uh, make, 
like uh, to renew the uh, Chinese ID card, uh, if you are not uh, still not the American green card uh, uh, holder or you are not a citizenship, then you need CCP's uh, citizen uh, ID, uh, ID card. Basically, that is like your SSN combined uh, driving license in China. Everything requires it. So if you need uh, to... Uh, renew it, or you need to renew the China passport. This kind of service, if you can uh, go through this association, they will do it for uh, free for the consultation. It will save you a lot of time. And also it will help you to handle something uh, because they have the direct uh, contact with the uh, Consulate General in the United uh, in the New York City, which can save you a lot of time for the queue. And you know that you 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 of course you may not know that this kind of uh official office in CCP's uh regime won't provide you uh helpful nice service unless you have certain relationship in the system. So without such help from this kind of uh, association, you, you need to go to take the long queue out of the uh, consulate general in New York City, and you have to spend a lot of time to prepare uh, complicated documents. A lot of documents are not necessary, and you will pay a lot of more money to solve the extra problems, whatever. It will take you a long time and give you trouble. So you see, it seems this uh, association is so helpful, right? Actually, that is just the cover of the whole police station. And also, the second example is like um, when 2000, back to 2007, the Taiwan uh, president at that time visited US. The association, this association, Chang Association, helped CCP to organize a large scale of protests against the visit. And they, this is so-called anti-Taiwan independence. And it repeated uh, whenever this Taiwan leaders visit US because this is to help CCP to promote CCP's propaganda ideology. And also uh, that is to deliver the misinformation to change Americans' uh, cognition. It's kind of, oh, you see, also Taiwan people are also Chinese and the Chinese community don't like the independence of Taiwan. So that will uh, deliver through the media and also through other format to form this kind of thinking for Americans that, okay, when we talk about Taiwan issue, it seems the same thing we should talk with China. And if China is not happy, we should not do it maybe because uh, there is public opinion through the protest. That's how CCP tried to shape Americans' cognition through this kind of uh, strategic deceptions. Uh, and also definitely they need the help from such united front uh, organizations like Chang'e Association in New York. And also, um, 
for example, there is one uh news related uh, released by the consulate general in New York City, the China Chinese consulate. It was published on 2020 August. The title is the Council General Huang Ping in New York City Consulate General have the done the video uh, communication with the New York um, uh, representatives of American Chinese. So they have mentioned that over 30 uh, this kind of united front groups based in New York and over 40 leaders from these groups have attended this conference. What they talked in the conference, briefly, it is what CCP and Xi Jinping want to promote in the propaganda in United States. For example, that is back to um, the pandemic, right? So they talk about how China has uh, contributed into anti-COVID-19. So they want this kind of leaders to uh, spread the inf pro-CCP information. And in this conference, the topic focused on the CCP's great achievement in anti-COVID and how it did, uh, uh, how great it did and how greatly it did and of course, it will compare to how badly uh, in the United States. And uh, they want a mark to learn from the CCP government. Remember, that all happened through a lot of uh, mainstream media and the compromised people uh, delivered to United States. And uh, the through this kind of United Front Network is a necessary and effective step to amplify such propaganda in the American society. So they will provide you a lot of uh, context, a lot of like slogan, a lot of examples. I mean, these things are all we can consider it as the strategic deception to cheat Americans. But because these United Front groups, like the uh, Chang'e Association, they can control the members, right? As I told you, they, they control your private information, and so they can uh, surveillance everyone through the group chatting and through the uh, your daily life activities. If they saw it, if you post it on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, they will monitor it, and they will. So if you, as a one uh, member in this kind of groups, if you have shown that you are not going to collaborate with CCP, or especially you show you are anti this kind of CCP's propaganda, then these leaders and their uh, helpers, assistants in such groups will report it to the China embassy. And of course, this will raise a red flag in your personal, uh, in the system related to your personal information. And if this is serious, I mean, for example, you are influential or you want to 
organize some activities. Oh, just simply maybe because you are someone who insists on your idea, don't want to change, don't want to be obedient to CCP, don't want to help them to do something. Then most probably you will be in trouble. And they, this kind of network will all work together to threaten you and to harass you, even to arrest you. And at least they will create a fear to um, persecute you. And this kind of propaganda, including also, for example, in that conference, they're talking about when at that time, remember, uh, Americans already start to realize, yeah, at least there is a possibility the virus come from the um, CCP's lab, right? And it's already after I revealed it from the uh, media in the United States. So on CCP's perspective, for, for CCP's perspective, they have to suppress all this kind of opinion before it gets amplified. That's why they create the excuse to claim that if you dare to talk about CCP's origin of lab origin of the COVID-19 virus, then you are anti-Chinese, you are anti-Asian, you are racist, right? So that's why they in this conference and the CCP's official need to emphasize all these topics to those leaders in the United Front Network, because this is the instruction to let them spread these uh, points through the Chinese community and force it to go through the media, go through whatever channels to influence Americans' public opinions. And since they could use their uh, Leninist organization to silence majority of Chinese immigrants in the United States, they believe that can be a uh, efficient way to intervene Americans' cognition uh, this kind of strategic deception and uh, convert actions would work better in the United States. So finally, what else can they do? Not only through the Chinese community. Here is another example, which is the last example I want to share with you today. It has mentioned that in September 26, uh, in September 2022, Chang'e Association has held the anniversary uh, party for the 24th anniversary. And also, plus it is almost the CCP's national day. They, they want to celebrate it. So besides the New York Consulate General's officials, there are also some VIP guests. Uh, invited, including the New York Mayor Eric, um, Eric Adams and also the Federal Congresswoman uh, Grace Mann. Uh, I mean, she didn't appear into this party, although she has appeared in previously many uh, this kind of events, but her uh, team member has came on behalf of her. And also uh, they have listed the New York State Senator John uh, Chen Yang Liu and New York uh, City's councilor Sandra Ong. So these people plus a bunch of uh, influential United Front Network leaders uh, in 
in the、uh, New York City all attended it. Thank you for listening this week. And、uh, the voice of Doctor Yan will meet you every Saturday and Sunday at 4 p.m. EST on air through America Out Loud Radio Network. You also can listen to it、uh, through I. Heart Radio, and also after that, you can find it from the various free apps like the Pandora, Spotify, Google Podcast. Thank you. See you next week. <laughs>